Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bros. I'm John. I'm here with Bill and Jose. We're in the back room of the sanctuary. Hey, guys. How's it going? All right, tonight uh, I'm going to read a Bible story for you guys. Uh, I'm going to read out of uh, John chapter 5. Hey, John, it's kind of funny you're reading out of a book called John. It was not intentional. It should. It was. It probably was. It probably was. It wasn't. We're both going to take you as a liar on that <laughs> you, said, you said, I'm going to read a book today. I'm going to get my story, and it's going to be out of the book of John. No, so I, I, uh, I actually asked my dad what his favorite Bible story was. And then, so uh, so so you're saying this is your dad's one of your dad's favorites? Yes. What about you? What about you? Do you, do you uh, like it? Yeah, I, it's. Give me a give me give me like a, a summary or a sum up of what you're gonna say and read. I want to hear from you. What about it? So I'm gonna read. What what do you get from whatever? What do you get from the story? I really get that you know it's God just wants to help you, but not only does he want to help you, but he makes you ask for it. Like he doesn't just give it to you. Like, it is a gift, but you have to want it. Right. Right? So uh, he asks, uh, wilt thou be made whole in this story? And the first thing the man says is, I have no man to get me in the pool. Hmm. Not so, yes, which so, would be the correct answer to that So kind of like, so kind of like question, I mean. putting it not on himself, but on other people? Yeah, like, like making an excuse. Well, I, I can't be made whole. Nobody will help me get in the pool. Yeah. Right, so it, to me, it's like I can't go down your, to the altar. No one's asked me to. Right, yeah, like right. Pastor didn't look at me when he said, <laughs> "Yeah, that's a big one." You yeah. know, it's like the altar call. We're giving an altar call. Yeah, this is not a general altar call. Oh well, the pastor didn't look at me when oh. he said that, so I don't have to go down. John chapter five. Right. After this, there was a festival of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Which version are you reading out of? King James? All right, it says after this, there was a feast, but it's fine. Right. What did I say? Festival. It says, oh, it says at the feast. top festival. Sorry. No, I, yeah. double, I had to double check. It's not you. So, We're reading on the NIV guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Here's another message. The, one new, for the you. new King James Version. Dude, we should, by the way, uh, future, Everybody should read out of a future episode <laughs> idea, we read a story, in, a short story in King James, and then read it in the message. That one is hilarious. Like, let me pull up the message version. So, let me do this one so verse at a time. Real while quick. you're doing that, my, my dad has a Bible, and I think it's called the Gullah Bible. My, oh, oh, that one's That's great. a good one. <laughs> Netta had that one. Netta, yeah. yeah, I think Netta still has it. Or, Maybe. Uh, yeah. Mom still I can't remember the exact verse, but there's a verse where it's basically talking about the Peter? men. Maybe, probably Peter. The Peter men had the back door trots? <laughs> no. The men, like, not being right, being kind of dumb. And in the Gullah Bible, it says they ain't had none good sense. Oh, <laughs> my great. favorite. That's is, really true. My favorite is when in the King James, it uh, talks about when Paul went to the, you know, like the, the island where he was shipwrecked and it was the barbarians. Yeah. The chief of the barbarians, yes. uh, his father was sick. Publius' father was, was sick. Uh, Melita. Uh, and Malta? Melita, I think. I think it's called Malta. I don't know. Look at that. I think it's Melita. That's like, look it up. But anyway. Uh, but anyhow, Publius's father was sick, Publius. and in the Bible, the the Bible the, in the King James, it says that Publius's father had the bloody flux, not great. But Publius, <laughs> in, the Paul. Gu- in the Gullah Bible, it said he don't have the backdo trots. <laughs> so it was Paul, the not back it was Paul. Paul. Paul Publius yeah. is his, Paul. the guy. But yeah. I I thought it was Peter for a second. No, no, I, can't, no. I, I can't believe that. First of all, the there's so many different versions fantastic. of the Bible. 
Read verse, read, read verse read one of the King one? James. Okay, okay, okay. King James Version. After, th after this, there was a feast of the Jews, not a festival, <laughs> and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Do you have right. Malta? He got it right. Malta. There was another one that was Melita. I don't remember where it was, though. I don't know. Okay, so you read that, right? Yeah. The message. Soon another feast came around, and Jesus was back in Jerusalem. That's all it says. Wow, that well, was. I mean, that's basically what this says as well. But in a very much yeah. frat boy but, kind but of. You like easy. But for this to tell you, after this, there was a feast of the Jews, not just another feast, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. So John chapter five. Uh, I'm gonna Look start. Look how cool this is. I say. I'm gonna start at verse one. Oh, I could do that too. Yeah, nice. Can you guys do it that I can't? <laughs> you you can probably do it too. I just have parallel. So this is King James. Oh, this cool. is the yeah, message. Well, I can't do that because I didn't. Yeah, yeah, my fine, fine. Anyway, um. So, there's gonna be. You're gonna have to edit so much. By the way, because I. I the more you do this. No, that I'm keeping. I mean, I can't do anything with that. Just, okay. Yeah. So John chapter five. It's gonna be in there. Gonna anyway. start at verse one. I'd appreciate you not doing it, though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> After this, there was the feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there was at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. So is Bethesda, does that mean fi having five porches, or is it just the Hebrew tongue Bethesda? Is this what it's just called? What does that mean? Because... Bethesda, but Beth wasn't Beth, the the prefix Beth meaning bread, like Beth, like a uh, Bethlehem being the house of bread. Uh, I feel like Bethesda means house of mercy or house of grace. Okay, Beth means house, house, and Pem means bread. To be kind. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it means to be kind, but house of mercy. So Bethesda is house of house of mercy. Mercy. I can't remember. Bethesda is house of mercy. Okay. So it having five porches, meaning it's yeah, it's pretty big. I would say, and probably in the shape of an octagon as well. Octagon. Five, right? Pentagon. Pentagon. I'm tired. Boy, sorry. you could add geography. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> geog that's not even the right thing. It's. Uh, I, that was a joke. It's. Uh, uh, <laughs> trigonometry? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's geometry. Just, it's geometry. Don't throw it. Don't, don't. <laughs> geometry. Wait, is that serious? No. Okay, good. I just threw the biggest word I knew. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was close. I was about to die. I was close. Oh, my goodness. Perfect. We almost had another invalid in the pool of Bethesda. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Speaking of impotent folk. All right. <laughs> uh, so, in, in, in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, Waiting for the moving of the water. And impotent meaning like. I would assume just crippled in general. Crippled. Unable to. Hold on. Let me look it up. Unable to take effective action. Um, nope. Like impotent. Almost that. like incompetent. Yeah. Like you have. Like you can't think or you can't. No, that's. Hold on. I'm saying hold like on. not not that sense, but I'm saying impotent meaning like it's. You don't have function. You can't. You can't use your body. I think no, that would be halt. Not potent, lacking in power, strength, or vigor. Oh, okay. Synonym helpless. 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 <laughs> helpless is what I said. <laughs> Which is accurate. Yeah. Well, in this situation, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, what, so he's helpless. Real quick, what does halt mean? Uh, uh, impotent, uh, blind, halt. I guess halt. Paraplegic. Halt meaning you can't move? Lame. Yeah, yeah lame. 
Yeah, so. I'm glad we can learn all this stuff. Yeah. Halt means lame. I can't tell if you're being serious. No, it, no, I'm being serious. Yeah, right? I said paraplegic. <clears throat> I hate that people can't tell if I'm being serious. It's funny. Well, you say everything in the same tone. It's really good. Because I'm monotone, I guess. I don't know. You could tell if I'm being funny, right? Yeah, monotony mono. Monotony. That's not funny. <laughs> so I wonder if... Monotony. Um, so there's, there's a comma after withered, and then waiting for the moving of the water. Does that mean that there are just people that are sitting there waiting? They're waiting for the moving of the water, yes. Yeah. But, uh, but All I mean, these people. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no. it says like... And human folk of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the water. Like, if you yeah, read it, it's just it, they didn't put the exact thing they need, like all waiting for the movie. It just they just put a great multitude of impotent folk of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. There's like a double comma there, or like mm. they sh- it would have been a, like a colon now, probably where you can like see that it goes to the next thing. Yeah. Right. Look in the, in the next scripture, it tells you what they're waiting yeah. for. Uh, for an angel, the verse four, for an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then, first after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. So I'm guessing that they were all there. You know, you know how when you're waiting at the store for a like Very Black Friday, like Black Friday, I, I, Let's just say Black Friday. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. You're at Black Friday and you and you're and you're gonna like this recently get in this PS5. Yeah. And the and there's only one on the shelf. Let's just let's just sure. say there's only one on the shelf yeah. for this scenario. Sure. Everybody in the store is waiting for that one PS5, <laughs> and they go in when they open the door to get that one. So basically, I would liken it to that where the store clerk had to open the door. That poor man. And when well, he opened the, when he opened the door, he troubled everything in there because as soon as they went in, <laughs> somebody went in there to Fair. grab this PS5, yeah. and then that's only one PS5. No one else can grab it, so that one person Some grabbed it. Pale, tween, first in line. That probably took it and <laughs> probably took that it and sold it. was the first guy it. that got stomped on. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it was a the he grabbed it first, dude. and immediately the next person behind him is me, and I just <laughs> can't slow down fast enough. <laughs> the closest. Well, think about it. <laughs> the closest thing to the America, like the Coliseum in America, is Black Friday. Right when I open that door, it's just like the strongest <laughs> will survive. Utter mayhem. The strongest only will survive, and everybody. It's all the buffest dudes that get that stuff. They don't even play so, it. So they sell it Mike, for Mike, uh, creatine. Last week, or not last week, last year, my cousin called my mom the day after Black Friday and told my mother a story that I I hope is true. Sure. But that that I can't remember what it was she was trying to get, but it was the last one. And some, my cousin's kind of stout. Stout. But not really. She's just. The stout one in your family? It's the only thing that runs. Um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, Most of your family likes uh, a different type of stout She's sturdy so, um, She said that this other Not nearly as stout female Tried to take it from her Oh here we go By football tackle, tackle. <laughs> Just full torpedo Like just ah, Just slammed into my cousin Wow so yeah, gave gave herself a concussion and then tried to call the cops on my cousin. Oh yeah, of who course. just left, went home with the yeah. <laughs> yeah, she hit her with the universe card. There's nothing else to be done. I yeah, mean, <laughs> yeah. There's a video of a football player who accidentally like he tried to blindside a player, 
and he's really good, and he just <laughs> like he tried to blindside him when he wasn't looking, and he got that knocked is... on his behind, mm. just straight back. And he's like, he's getting up and like hobbling off the field. He's like, I hit him by accident. <laughs> and, then, and then and then he's talking to the coach. He's like, I tried to hit him when he wasn't looking, and he he, <laughs> he, he didn't even look like he was hurt. <laughs> great. But all in just all to say, you know, they were all looking for that one thing. Yeah. And. They all rushed in. And for they it. didn't know when it was. No. It wasn't like they saw the guy coming for the door. No. They just, just all of a sudden the water's moving, it's bubbling, hot tubbing up. Mm -hmm. And they're looking Do you, you think know. that's what it I I imagined like a whirlpool type thing maybe, in my head. Maybe waves. You think they saw the angel? No, I don't no. think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. Just I think he wouldn't have to trouble the water if they saw the angel. Right. I think that it was just I think the water so a faith moving. thing, knowing that. Yeah. yeah. Well the, the first guy who was in there well, got who's healed. Telling the story is John, right? Yes, and he's where he's talking in, about in both versions, the Bible. And <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Well, he's no, telling us. Well, he's telling the story, and he's talking about an angel yeah. troubling the water. Well, you so, thought that was meta. Imagine verse four, beginning with the word four. <laughs> That's kind of funny too, right? John and John and four and four. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's so, perfect. So verse five. Wait till we get to verse seventeen. You won't believe it. <laughs> 17 years now the bad thing is, is I scrolled down and looked <laughs> like, nice no. right, so verse 5 and a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years uh, 6 more years than I am yeah I mean his infirmity is 36 yeah, years 18 it's years longer than I've been alive yeah well, I mean, he's not that old. He's his infirmity is that old. Maybe he's, well, I mean, he's been maybe he's he been infirmed be. for thirty. He's been infirmed for thirty-eight years. I'm thinking is what he's saying here. Yeah. And a certain man was there with which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. Didn't say that he was thirty-eight years old. And if he did, then it would have said that he had it from his birth, because that's what he did with the blind. He's been mm -hmm. blind from his birth. Right. So he could have been like he could have like. Do you think this is just an ancient old man? No. 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 I think no. it's like a yeah. It's like a. He's 50, probably like 55 and he's mm, like you know had it 38 years he's been maybe 20 years old and he got it for 38 years you know right. he's you never know but the bible just says he had this infirmity for 38 years so it's been a long time like imagine having some kind of disease or some kind of sickness and for 38 years you had nobody to give you any kind of help go to doctors yeah. you go to physicians or whatever uh physicians and doctors are the same thing you go to whoever to get some kind of help and chiropractor, chiropractor to help you out whatever and you get no help, yeah. you know, and now you're just sitting at the poolside because you can't move anymore or at least not move very quickly well, because or without well, pain. Could it have been like an intense case of arthritis? No, no, because it like he might have been lame. He might have been like he might have been lame. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it, it does say I think we'll get there. Never mind. It, I think it does say later in the story that he does try to get to the pool, but somebody's faster than him. Yeah, go ahead. Read the story. Yeah, yeah, keep let's, going. Keep let's keep going. So when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been... I always have a hard time. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent, the impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. But while I'm coming, another step is down before me. Yeah. So. so so he could be coming like crawling or trying to get there. Yeah. I don't know the scenario that he's in. Now, it seems to me that if you knew the water was going to be troubled, 
You don't know when though. Yeah. Go but, ahead. But you would want to be as close as you possibly could to that. They wall. probably had rules. If that was the only sure pool they, that yeah. got troubled, if, people... if a guy's just sitting there and his his lame foot is dangling in the water, then somebody, some other guy is like, hey, 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 that's not fair. Is I feel like it was structured like a race. I mean, I think it was very fair and like balanced because. So no one, no one went into the pool recreational. It was that was just a healing pool. Is that yeah. what you're saying? I think so. Because then imagine you've got no problem except for a hurt fingernail. Or, you know, you busted your knee the other day and it doesn't even hurt that bad. And then you're having to be in the pool when he troubles the water. It, well, it says a certain season for an angel went down at a certain season into the pool. So maybe that, that was that like at that season all the time or just when that, the angel what if it was like what if it was a winter season fall. and, and yeah. the, 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 the pool was closed at a time? And right. No it's one like, wants to swim in twin winter. No one wants yeah. to swim in winter. I don't maybe. know. I don't know. Although, I don't know. This is speculation. All speculation. They I have no desert. idea. Yeah, I think I think they had special needs summer or something like that, where or special needs spring, where it was like their special thing, where they they said, "All right, close down the pool. This is when all these people get here, and there's a potential for healing." Yeah. And then they they get to go in the pool, but every other time maybe it was used for. They didn't use pools for recreation. Can I just say I am so American? Most likely, I'm so American. Mm -hmm. Like to think that this story is taking place somewhere else, and I'm talking about winter when they're in a place where it's not like. Yeah. They don't have that. Like. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm saying they winter, but is it is there winters like is is there? I'm sure it's not as much as it's not as bad as yeah. It doesn't snow. I don't think. I I can't say that for sure. I don't think it snows, but the desert gets bitterly bitterly cold at night. Nightly. Yeah, it's a weird thing because it, it, sand doesn't retain heat. So yeah. it, it collects the heat in the day. That's why it's so hot. Yeah. Is because it collects it during the day, but mm, as soon as it goes it collects it, it, it refracts. Yeah, it right. just bounces off yeah. the sand. That's it's not it's not fully collecting it, but it just makes everything hotter. And then when it gets cold, there's nothing there and it doesn't store heat. Like here, the ground is is more hot, yeah. right? Because it's holding in the heat from the sun all day. But in the desert it just instantly drops because there's no retained heat. Wow. But I'm sure they have winter and it gets cold, but I don't think it's as prominent as like here like the water's not freezing. Yeah, sure. That water's not I don't like think so. not not ice like over here. Where if the water would get if it's right. winter, yeah. the water would be frozen. Right. Not like that. Wow, I kind of that sounded that sounded so bad. That's fine. I think I'm it's so American. American. <laughs> that's a that's a that's an impotence in a way. You know, it's just like it's like when we would say who's the most famous person ever existing. And, you know, we're like, oh, The Rock. Like, oh, no, not even. To ever exist. No, I feel like the most close. famous man to ever exist would be the oldest man mm. that we know of. Methuselah? Well, yeah. Because as far as, like, no, I don't There's think There's 90% so. of people who haven't heard of him. I think. Well, I mean, that was the, like, I meant Methuselah oh. as an example. But, like, the oldest, most popular person. Oh. Like, because they've been around longer. You yeah, know? but you can have super old people that just show up on Vice or whatever, like those random those random YouTube channels that are just like, this man's 117. You're just like, okay, and then scroll hey, on. Hey, John, do you know who right now who's living at 108 years old? The, the He's the longest living person right now? No. I don't either. See, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to bring a name oh, into that. You, I'm just saying. No I don't know. Knows. No one knows the oldest person but right now. But it's got to be like, it's got to be like, it's, it's Ronaldo or Messi. Uh, verse 7. When Jesus asked him, wilt thou be made whole? The first thing the man says is, is an excuse. He says, sir, I have no man to get me in the pool when the water's Yeah, dumb. right. 
So wilt thou be made whole? Yeah, wilt, wilt, that is a very you, simple question. Do you want to be better? Yes. Yes, it's that's a, good, a very simple answer. And the first thing he says is, there's no man to put me in the pool. Does he recognize who is talking to him? No. I don't know. No, it doesn't. He does. Later on in the story, he says that he didn't know it, that who it was. I'm right. Think. I think you're on that same, that same. I think you're on that same scripture. No. No, it's later. Uh, it's I think verse eleven. Yeah. Oh. Um, but you know, um. To, to put me in the pool, put me in the pool. But when I am coming, another step is down before me. That's, so basically making an excuse. Yeah, basically like saying, I can't make it. I, I can't be made whole. I'm not fast enough and nobody will help me. Yeah, right. I think I'm going gonna, gonna to play a little devil's advocate here. I and love devil's advocate when you play it this way. Yes, so I don't think so. The thing is, is we look at Jesus with an overarching knowledge of who he is and what he's talking about. That's true. So when he said things like, I'm going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, right? Sure. He's standing in the temple. The people around him were laughing at him because he, they thought he was referring to the physical temple because right. he was standing in a physical temple. In the temple. Yeah. In this case, he's in a room of five porches. It's not a room. It's like an outdoor area. He's standing in a giant area where everyone there's goal is to get into a pool to be made whole. That's the only way they know how to be healed. That's it. Okay. So when he walks into that area where they're going to be healed, then he asks him, do you want to be healed? Right. And he says, you know, I'm sure people have come up to him before and, and, you know, or to people and say, you know, are you waiting for the pool to get trouble? Cause that was, a, this is an amazing thing. I can't, we can't point that out enough is, is that this is an amazing miracle that this was, they did not explain it as much because it was just common knowledge. Well, it's also John. Yeah. The story. For an angel went down at a certain season to the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. That was the culture of that pool. Right. It was amazing. But look at, look at, look at Jesus's story up until then and how many miracles he's performed. And you don't right. think that the story of Jesus has made it to all those people for everybody to know who this guy is, who's creating all these miracles. He hasn't and gone anywhere. Yeah, he, he doesn't go anywhere. He's, he's sitting, sitting in the sitting these, sitting these, All these people in this home. pool have been at least around him. Maybe. I've seen this. Maybe. We don't know. The talk know. gets around. If you go to somewhere and you see somebody's doing something downtown, and you're like, hey, this guy's doing some kind of really good stuff. And, you know, and they tell you about it. Hey, the word of mouth is going to get that this guy is doing yeah, this stuff. Who said that anybody was talking to these The book. People? Okay, if the book said everything that happened, this Bible would be enormous. Enormous. And we yeah. wouldn't have all the information. We would have too much information sure. that is meaningless. Yes, I agree. But also, I think that he was, you know, he had heard about him, yes, but we would, you know, we may hear that blah, Trump lives in this area, blah, blah, blah. We would never expect to see him walk into a restaurant. And we know what he looks like. We know okay, every detail about thing. him. They don't, but they if don't we heard he's... a story, right, you told me about your cousin or whatever, and you're like, my cousin lives around here. He's a pretty famous guy. He's pretty cool. If he walked in, I, w I wouldn't know who he is. He's just walking into my Same you know, token. Store. On the same token, let's say you, you know Trump's in this town. And you're over there uh, playing the lottery. Let's just say that. Yeah. That's the pool of, pool of Bethesda is the lottery. You, the first person to get this money, the first person to win this ticket is going to be the one that gets that money. Right. But sure. Trump's next to you. Hey, you want to you wanna get $10 so, million? Dollars? So you, so you want to make a million dollars? You want, no, I say you, 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 wanna, you, do you want yeah. $10 million? 
And the guy's like, well, the, the tickets have not come in my favor, so, yeah. you know, I can't get it. But the mean? Trump guy right there, you know who he is. He's around sure. you. He has the money. He's asking you, and, do you want this $10 million? And even, and even if you don't know who it is and somebody asks you, you want $10 million? I'm going to say yes. He didn't ask you if you want to be put in the yeah, pool. Like, no. it's not, you he didn't go... ask you if you want to be put in there. No, he's asking if you want to be healed. Do you want to get better? Right, but money is a physical manifestation a lot of times because Trump's going to be in a suit. He's going to have the ring. He's going to have all the stuff that makes him look like a wealthy man because that's how you have to do it. Whereas Jesus has no physical manifestations of miracles or anything. He looks like Fair. everyone else in that area. It's not, you know, I don't know that they described him. They just said there's an amazing man doing healings. And you would think that's there's, just another there guy walking crowds in. everywhere he went around him. Sure. There's crowds around Trump. But, yeah, but also <laughs> it, it was, if he had something he was giving, if he was giving out advice instead of money. Or he came in people. if he came in with sure. just nothing on. If he didn't have his hair, Whoa. you know, if he didn't have the the if he was just a normal dude, right? It's like Bill Gates or whatever, and we don't have any way of seeing him. Dude, the two blind men followed him. They have no sight. They did not see Jesus. They just True, know that he was in the presence. The story it doesn't. People say told him that. where where he was. It wasn't yeah. him just walking into the pool of Bethesda. I guess I don't know. I'm don't know. I'm thinking that this guy, obviously. Could have been healed at that moment that Jesus asked him, do you want to be made whole? Well, he was just... We know. We know the story. We're, 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 reading, debate, we're, we're debating, debating the situation here. We're having a debate right now about... We're just saying, okay. Honestly, it doesn't... I'm not... I don't think it matters either way. No. But the, the fact of the matter is, if you're going if, if to use a message, let's say you're going to use a message of making excuses, right? Are you going to use this message in that context saying that, oh... Jesus was there. He had a handout to him and said, hey, do you want to be made whole? And the guy said, I have no man to put me in the water when the angel troubles the water. I have no man to put me in there. It's not the fact that, oh, Jesus can heal me. It's his idea was no one can put me in there. That water is the source of my healing. Yes. And I have not been able to get it. But at the same time, he didn't ask him anything about the pool he just asked him will you be right. made whole that's my and point to, and to me it seems like he would have just said yes right that's my point i i read a historical fiction book that uh was i love those books. written from the point of view <laughs> generally of the, love historical fiction yeah, yeah in the bible it's great okay. in the bible it was biblical fiction but it was their interpretation of the bible with extra characters added on to kind of make the story flow is it Lenny's promise no i wish <laughs> that's That'd be a, a great <laughs> shout out willem's uh, god <laughs> no no it's uh it's it's by an author called jenny l cody uh she mm -hmm. wrote these books where these animals uh dog Two dogs, two cats, uh, and a mouse. Uh, <laughs> she keeps adding on <laughs> characters as they go. But, like, they, they go through and they are part of God, God's work. Like, they are special people who can, you know, go through their, their immortal and they go through time and, and help God to do it. It's very interesting because you see all the stories and the parts they play. And you're like, oh, that's neat. But, um, anyhow, the, the view they took on this story or she took on this story was when Jesus is talking to this man, he, he is looking into the water, looking in the pool. He is facing the pool so he can see the moment it's troubled. And, and he's just staring into the pool. And as Jesus is talking to him and asking him these questions, will I be made whole? He's just looking at the pool. He's not looking at Jesus. He's not like, who is this? He's just looking at the thing that he thinks will make him whole. You're talking about the dude, the guy who's... who's yes. Uh, 
the, confirmed? the infirmed man is just staring into the pool, waiting because he doesn't know when it's going to be. Right. Like, true. imagine he's looking at his own reflection in the water. Yeah. But and he but, doesn't really see Jesus at all. He just sees a pair of sandals and a white robe. And, yeah. You know, a beard. Been wearing white at that point? No one knows. He's and you gotta think of the context of, of the situation where he's yeah. in that area, the poorest of the poor. He was not. He was not living rich, rich no, life. No. He was. He was mixed among, amongst the right. poor. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't tell who he was unless you. He told you right. that he was Jesus. You know, yes. but you know that he was the guy that was doing all the miracles because of a crowd that was around him. Yeah. But but they they. She presented it as being focused on the goal that he had and not really concerned with what Jesus was talking about. He's just kind of like, I have no one in here. I've, you know, I'm kind of complaining a little bit, but not really expecting anything to get done about it. This sounds like, uh, what's it called? Superbook. Yeah, a little bit. A little you bit. know what that is? Yeah, I've seen yeah. it a couple times. Never mind. I, I don't, 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 don't. No, 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 it's fine. We're not shouting them out. <laughs> oh. So, verse 8. Sure. Jesus said unto him, Rise up, take thy bed, and walk. He said, he said what? Jesus said what? <laughs> Rise up, take what? thy... No, what? Are you reading King oh. James? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He's got dyslexia. Sorry. He's okay. got uncon- <laughs> unconfirmed dyslexia. Rise, take up thy bed. My apologies. <laughs> Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed. Jesus saith. No, you said Jesus said. He said saith. Sorry. I wouldn't use from limb to limb. I wouldn't have said anything if you hadn't already done it before. So, <laughs> all right, take seven. All right, no, Jesus no, take, take eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's meta. That's meta. Uh, Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Oh, so, yeah, that that's a big, oh. that's a big plot, plot point, dude. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And so so, Jesus commanded him, rise, take up thy bed and walk, and immediately, immediately, like no not hesitation. even no questions asked. Yeah. yeah, just stood up, walked away. Hasn't so, been able to walk in thirty eight years. Yeah, and just stood up, picked up his bed and walked away. Okay, do you think, do you think, just speculation, do you think that Jesus put his hand out and picked him up as well? I don't think so. I think he, I think he couldn't. I think he had to do it himself. For 37 years, 38 years? 38. For 38 years, not being able to walk. Now listen, doctors, when you're in a, when you're in a hospital room and you're on bed, Mm -hmm. what is it? I think my grandma was in the hospital for two months and yeah. she when she got out of the hospital when she was getting checked out or you know they had to do therapy before she got up because every day it would be painful for her to walk yes she couldn't walk at all right for just two weeks yeah but imagine 38 years yeah. uh, verse 10 the jews said wait we, did we talk about the sabbath no we didn't talk about the okay, sabbath so good we're gonna talk about the sabbath oh yeah that was what i that's the reason why i even yeah. sighed like that like yeah. wow like he did this on a Sabbath day. It seems like half the miracles in the Bible that Jesus did were on the Sabbath day. I really feel like he did that out of spite. He, I think he did uh, that he to teach to a have. lesson. He did that to teach a lesson. They kept getting mad at him doing miracles on the Sabbath, and, and he, he kept trying to teach These Pharisees were so legalistic. Yes. So legalistic. And he was trying to prove to them that you don't have to be that. And it's not about legalism. Yeah. And Let me not go there. 
<laughs> yeah, no, don't do, don't do that. We don't and do there, that here. We don't we don't do that here. No. The Sabbath was on a Saturday, which for me is the day that I get the most amount of work done. Is, is it really? Yeah. Culturally, yes. Now we take Sunday. It's the Sabbath wasn't a, a physical day as far as it was set as a certain day, but it's not really about that. It was yes. more about giving a day to the Lord. Yeah, I feel like the Sabbath in this was not necessarily should not have been this day, always this day. You know, you know what I mean? No, it should like we because we do that Sunday. Like Sunday is the day where we don't do a whole lot. We're not as legalistic it, as that. But it's not the day; it's what we do in the day, right? That's what's yeah, important. It was it was a specific day out of the week. They had different days of the week for different things. The Sabbath was a day where it's like God resting on the seventh day was the you know what you did, and even back in Moses's time, then when they had to collect the manna, they would collect double so that because you could there were laws against picking things up on the Sabbath. You couldn't collect Which things. You couldn't gather. Yeah, it was crazy. There were so many laws. I mean, the laws, you couldn't <laughs> water your animals on the Sabbath. It was like there were crazy <laughs> amounts. You couldn't water your animals. Yeah. I mean, they, they, go, course, out, they go out with the water. Yeah. You literally on. walk and you, it's a watering can. You can't water those animals. It's insane. You can't grow them. Yeah. I mean, you're watering a pig like it's a potato. You couldn't do that on the Sabbath. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I was almost thinking for some reason I was being gaslit. But I'm not. I guess I wasn't. Gaslighting <laughs> what? <laughs> the the Sabbath day. That's the, the most gaslighting thing I've ever heard. Like, like the Sabbath day. Is it on Saturday or is it on a Sunday? We don't know which well, one it, it was. Well, it's changed. Like, Jewish custom was on a Saturday. Yeah. We now take that and day as Sunday. Is it? The seventh day Adventists also they're, do they're it. They're serious on, on Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Uh, and they, they live very much the Old Testament uh, yeah. laws. Like, they don't eat meat. Do they stone people that commit sins? Like, I've only known I've only known two, and they were too old to stone anybody. So. Oh, oh, they cut it. <laughs> oh man, um, I can't I can't sit up straight. Oh my goodness, you got scoliosis now too. I've Where's had scoliosis. I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. Where's a poo when you need one? <laughs> Good night. I'm just gonna leave You're now. Just taking all my conditions yeah. and making fun of them. Yeah, take oh. that back. <laughs> yeah, take it back. <laughs> Look, he doesn't get it. The oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, man, I'm always late on that. No, it's fine. That was a quick one. That was a really quick one to pick oh, up. Oh, man. <laughs> Take I, it I back. got it. That was, <laughs> that was more of a pun. That was so punny. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. man. man but, so yeah, so the Sabbath day being on a Saturday, Yeah. that was just to see any kind of miracles happening, especially... So let's just say the angel was to come down. Was the angel going to come down on the Sabbath day? It'd be hilarious if it did. I'm just I don't saying. Think so. Well, I he was waiting. Happened to be the day Jesus came up. Yeah, and he was waiting. So, for it. so, so people were waiting by the by the poolside. You would think that the Sabbath day, no one would be there, because it was it was a day of rest, right? Well, yes. But no, they they were just anyway. sitting anyway, and and it was not. You, you couldn't carry different things. It was more along that line of, of, you of couldn't things. physically just, work. You had to sleep. Yeah, it was it was just giving a day oh, up so to God. So jumping into a pool when it's being troubled is actually working. <laughs> they're, they're I'm just pretend they can't jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just picturing a, a guy with one leg hopping into a pool, literally hopping into a pool. Wee! And his leg grows back. You know? Man, figures to speech have just gone so oh, wild. So fun. Uh, but no, I think that, it, you know, 
I, when I think it says a season too, I don't think it meant a literal like one of our four seasons. I think they had so many feasts. What? Sorry. Am I getting gaslit? <laughs> I, think, I think you're getting gaslit too, Bill. <laughs> we live in Florida. There's only two. Oh, okay. Summer, okay. summer, summer, spring. No, 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 no. It's, it's hurricane season and, <laughs> and, and hot. It's hurricane, hurricane season, season and hot. That's what it is. That's it. <laughs> Hurricane season in El Fuego. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. Uh, no, but I think it was like you know how they they had these like feasts of unleavened yeah. bread and and certain time frames of which isn't know. unleavened bread just flatbread. Uh, yeah, it's it's without being raised. They had these different feasts and customs and times. So I think that's the season in which the angel was coming was just a certain time period that was like that where they. I don't think it was a set. Like they're just like around this time period is when he usually arrives. Can I can I say, there's no. a season of joy and a season of sorrow. There's a season of reaping and a season of sowing. There's a season like those are seasons. Yeah, they're not actual like seasons of right. winter rain and and hot. You know, there's, there's actual seasons. Right. Of, I'm 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 just gonna continue. I guess I'll stop. No, no, no it's fine. I, you were saying there's you know a yeah, season a season to mourn, a season yeah. to laugh. Yeah, there's but it's, a, it's it's also not like there's a Kingsford set original. Not. There's Kingsford original and Cajun seasons. I get it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I just <laughs> thank you. Steak seasons. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was confused. I'm I was, sorry. I was like, how did we go from no morning to food <laughs> so so when the, when the bible says be instant in season and out of season it's yeah. talking about being fruitful or being being ready even when you're not ready yeah even when you're not ready Which to I'm give something infamously like, bad at. so if you're if they, someone asks you hey john would you stand and give a testimony be instant in season and out of season if yeah. you're gonna if they ask you john if you're not ready for one be ready yeah you know I, there's actually a bible verse about that that's I don't what i just what it said is. it be instant in season. Yeah, I mean, like another one. There's more than one. There's more than one Bible verse in the Bible. You heard <laughs> no, it right? here first. Um, <laughs> the Jews at this point cared only about the law. And when it comes to the Sabbath, they had so many laws that were literally impossible to follow. Yeah. I mean, you could not pick follow up. Without breaking something yeah, else. Yeah, something else. It was always impossible to follow, and they were well-learned, and they were practically the only ones well-learned in those laws. Right. And so, you know, it's like when the, the cop catches you on something you didn't even know was a law. And you're were like, the Pharisees Jews? Yes. They okay, were all okay. Jew, sure. the Jewiest of the Jews, Yeah. the Pharisees, where they, they all knew Mosaic law. They were trained in it. Right. And they were they were essentially the cops at that time of of the law and and Moses's uh, customs. I feel like it was more important to the Pharisees and the Sadducees far more than just your everyday Jew. Yeah, because they were the ones who were in charge of it. Yeah, you know they were the politicians at that time. So verse ten, the Jews therefore said unto him, "That was cured. It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed." He answered them. He that made me whole, the same said unto me, Take up thy bed and walk. And they asked, and then asked they him, What man is that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? Yeah. So basically, they're they're all yeah. fixated on the fact that they shouldn't Who be working said? on the Sabbath. Yeah. 
but they're who said what? You're talking about the the, the, the Pharisees, Pharisees are, like, are the ones talking to the guy yeah. who got healed, like, saying who, that you shouldn't you be carrying your bed. It's a Sabbath right. day, and he didn't know what was going on. Yeah. He just got healed. He's <laughs> walking. He's, he's a he's receiver. Like, he just received the healing. <laughs> he's looking shocked. I mean, he doesn't know. And they're yeah. like, "Why are you carrying that bed?" And he's yeah. like, "Look what that guy just." I, I was laying on this for 38 <laughs> years. I didn't even know I owned a you bed. Can see that my was imprint. just my floor. My imprint is on this bed. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, my floor that I lay on for 38 years? This is not a bed. This is just what I lived on. This Randy is my Savage house. is coming out of him. <laughs> <laughs> do you think yeah. it was like a bed or more like a, a mat. sleeping? I think bed. it's a mat. I think yeah. it was like a. You know how what's it called? A pallet. Yeah, kind of like that. Like a pallet. It's just a lay down thing, so you can get right in the pool. Couldn't. I mean, you know, he needed help. I wonder why he didn't roll. That's a stupid thought. Speaking of unleavened bread. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. What's your thoughts, Jabil? Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts there? <laughs> I, 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 I thought he was going to read. And he I couldn't find the verse. All right. Yeah. It's, the you know, this man has just been healed and is not sure what's happening. And the Jews are coming down on him like he's breaking the law, which in technicality he is. But the truth is, is that Jesus told him, take up thy bed and walk. Because he didn't want to leave it there. That's littering. That's another rule. Uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, but, uh, but, but, the, but, but now he, they are asking him, who said this to you? You know, and he, he doesn't know. Yeah, so uh, verse 13. And he that was healed wist not who it was, for Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. So Jesus was just like. Yeah, he batman just. <laughs> Commissioner Adios. Gordon turns around and <laughs> Jesus says, come on. Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing be upon thee. So don't sin or you'll be worse than you were before. Yeah, basically. I wonder if that was something that he had done 38 years ago. I wonder if he had sinned in some way and that was what happened. So almost like the, the I guess it would be a parable about the man who cleaneth the house. Yeah. And when Well, I don't know if it was demons. No, 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 no. I don't think it was demons. You're talking about when this house was swept and garnished. Yeah, and, and I don't think so. No. I think it was sin that that had happened. Because at that time you, anything happened wrong, everybody believed it was sin, but it could have literally been that. That he sinned in some way and 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 so God took his legs and he wasn't able to walk or whatever it was, right? He he made him unable to walk. Because he can't sin if he can't move. Uh, you know, easily. And so Jesus sounds like he knows what's going on. And behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon thee. Unto thee, I'm sorry. Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest a worse... Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. So this, and in 15, I get a little bit annoyed at this guy. You know, because in 15, the man departed. Now, Jesus just told him, go and sin no more in the temple. Yeah. And, and the man departed. Well, not and. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. Therefore, the Jews, therefore, did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath. So this guy got healed. Jesus yeah. left, found him later, gave him instruction, and the man was like, it was Jesus. No, 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 no. No, it wasn't he was, blaming. It wasn't a blame game. He was asked by the religious rulers. Jesus was pointing them out as hypocrites this whole time. Which they are. They are. But the people didn't know that. That's why he had to point it out. 
the people were just like, these are the religious rulers. They didn't notice that there was something wrong because that's why they were so hated of Jesus. They had a racket. You know, it's like when somebody, a racket. Oh. Ball. They, it's, you know, they had pointed out that the only way you can be free of sin is if you take an animal to these people and sacrifice or you ask them to and depending on the sin depended on the animal yeah so he didn't say go and don't go and tell anybody he did that with other people he said don't tell anyone about this and they didn't they no they didn't how would you how would you go if you if you did not wasn't able to walk for 38 years now you can and jesus says don't tell anybody by the way come on well he did say that he did say that but they still told that's what the bible says they still told yeah how could you how could you not tell (laughs) (laughs) That a healing just came onto you. Jesus, I think, didn't want them to glory in it for themselves. And and I I don't know. Or he didn't want it to be widespread. I I feel like he knew the human, like, don't look up. And everybody looks up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You you wanted to look up. Yeah, well, also, Jesus didn't come to earth to do miracles. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus didn't come to earth to do miracles. He came down to save our sins. Miracles is just an offshoot of that. Well, know? okay, but so the guy that was born uh, blind, yeah, and the, everybody was like, what did their parents do for him to be born blind? What did he say? I have no idea. He was born for he can come and do this yes. uh, miracle uh-huh. unto him. He, he wasn't born out of sin. He wasn't born blind out of sin. He was born no. so that Jesus can do this miracle for him. So he right. had, so he, there was miracles that he, he came to do. Yes, but that wasn't his goal. I think he did not want to be known as just a miracle worker because then it would, you know, Way it would be people aren't coming to him for advice. I think yeah. that song was just playing. I, I think I it was. Know. That's why. Um, they weren't coming to him for advice or to talk about spiritual things. They were just coming to see him coming do a trick. Miracles. Yeah, it's yeah. like when you you know, and and again the Pharisees saw probably more miracles than any of the multitudes, and still did not believe. And there were some that they could not explain at all, and they still didn't care. So, if you think that if Jesus had not done any miracles, would they still would they have believed? No. no. You think that if he hadn't done any miracles, would dying on the cross be in vain? No, I don't think so. It wouldn't be in vain. He no, still I, had to do that. That was part of his popularity, and he helped people because they asked for it. They were the miracle they were asking of, to be healed. I, the I, miracle of him coming from the dead, coming back from the dead. That's a yeah, miracle. It is. Him going to the cross was a miracle. It was. Him healing all these people from the uh, what's the guy's name? His daughter, um, Jairus. Jairus' daughter. That was big right. miracle. Huge you miracle. know, Lazarus, huge miracle. I I feel like. Part of the purpose of miracles is to show the importance of faith. Lord, show me a sign. And that's really what right. it was. Because people weren't ready to believe unless he saw Doubting Thomas, for instance. Right. Yes. Unless I feel the scar in the hand. I don't think. No, he never did. He never put his hand to it. It never says he, he did. He never felt. He never did. All he had to do was see. That was it. Because he didn't get to be there when he rose up. When he rose up. Yeah. All he wanted to do, because he, he felt left out. I, I personally believe that Thomas felt left out. He was right. the only one that didn't see it. But anyway, besides the point, uh, I don't know where we were at. I, uh, well, we're on the last verse that I was planning on reading anyway. Verse 17, but Jesus answered them, my father worketh hitherto I work. And I work. And I, and work. I work, yes. Can you read that one more time? Just say it without the, without the what? Can you just read it 17 It was like, uh, it, it crackled. 
But Jesus answered them, My father worketh hitherto, and I work. Yeah. I don't know the exact meaning of hitherto, but basically it, just... Until now. Yeah. My, my, my father works on the Sabbath. He works whenever. He works hitherto. So far, my father's been working, and so am I. I do what he wants me to do. We work on whatever, you know? Because that's not work. What did he do? He told him to get up and walk and told the man to pick up his bed. That's not work. He's not disrespecting God by holding up his bed. No. You know, Jesus, in fact, He's not later, laboring. He's not laboring. Jesus, in fact, later said to the same people who they were angry at his disciples for eating corn on the Sabbath day. And I guess they considered you like... how mad I'd be if we couldn't what, eat on the Sabbath? You couldn't... This is the thing. They were picking the... They were taking the corn and rubbing the chap between their fingers to get it off of the corn kernels and then eating it, right? So they technically classified that, I guess, as like husking it and all this complicated work. It wasn't. They were just picking it off and eating it. But they like... If you were, if you were to like say it was illegal to work and... and, and and you couldn't eat corn because technically you were like dehusking it. That would be crazy. And so, you know, it is, they were doing that. And Jesus told them, you know, he asked them if, if one of your sheep falls into a pit, you would pull it out. Wouldn't you? Like he was, you know, that's obviously paraphrased, but he was just asking. Sure. If you had something good you needed to do, right. Would you leave it there to die? You wouldn't. You, everybody knows you wouldn't. You may say you would, but you would do the right thing here. And they're not doing anything wrong. That's he was trying to get them to turn away from only rigidly looking at the law. And and the law was sent to show you how imperfect you are. Right. It was half made to keep you in the right track. Right. And also show you that you couldn't keep yourself on the right track because there were just way too many laws and regulations and things of that nature. And so that's what Jesus was trying to show them is that the veil is going to be torn and you can now live a perfect life well, thanks for in that. imperfection. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can live in imperfection through me. That's what I say. Cause Jesus came down for that primarily so that we wouldn't have to, you know, live that right. such at that such of a high standard. Sure. He came to give us a new covenant that we can trust in him. You know, if, we're not going to be able to live a perfectly sinless life to where we have to sacrifice something to give an offering for our sins. No. Right. No. You know, but we're not going to be able to do that's that. That's why Jesus came to be our advocate with the Father. To be the yes, sacrifice. Exactly. Yes. He came to do that. And that was his goal. And that's why we're living in the same life we are now. Right. You know, we don't have to worry about that. And, so, and Saturday, is it is it a sin to to drive your car to somewhere to mm. bring your kids somewhere and just have no. fun? No, it's not. It's not a sin. But you well, know, they forgot the purpose. Yeah, they were following the law. They were following they, the they premise. They were so focused on the reason and the Sabbath day itself, not why it is the Sabbath. Right. right? Well, yeah, they were focused on the premise and not on the purpose. They had a, a goal in mind that they were looking and they were like, these laws say to do it. Why? Why do the laws say to not do these things on the Sabbath? To bring honor to God. They weren't doing that. Jesus was saying, my disciples are following me. They're doing the right thing. And it doesn't matter what the rules are for as far as that. There are things we don't do. I mean, we don't do hard labor on Sunday because of that because we're giving that day up to God. That's why we do it. Not just because we want to take a nap. It's not just because we want a day off of work. It's because we're, we're saying, Lord, I'm not going to do anything on this day because you are special to me. 
and that's a day I take aside to think about you. And that's why we do it on Sundays because that's when our church is. Right. Man, remember the days. I don't know if you remember the days, but I don't like, remember much. There was a lot of time. There's a lot of businesses out there that mm. were closed yeah. on Saturday. Lots of businesses. I mean, like, you couldn't yeah. even go to right. store to get anything. Sure. And Sunday, there was a lot of things closed as well. Like weekends were nothing. You couldn't. You had to get your stuff on Friday if you were gonna do anything on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Like that was really. Man, I wish you could go back to those days. The biggest enemy of Christianity is convenience. Is now you need things on Saturday and mm -hmm. you need things on Sunday, and it's annoying when Chick Fil A is closed on Sundays. But the truth is, is that it's you know it's it's a it's a meaning of reverence a lot of ways. Yeah. That you want to be able to go to church and not have people work. Uh, I was you know joking around about that really sad pizza delivery guy on the Super Bowl or you know on New Year's Eve. Where you've got you know right. the guy coming in and he's gonna deliver pizza and you're like oh you have to work and like you ordered pizza you knew somebody had to work to make that and you're upset about it and then like you know you, you go back to the family you have a good time but it's a little, little callback to an earlier episode that would be a great way to put ai, <laughs> AI yeah do all the pizza worse. stuff yeah, yeah sure tesla could start working on that no but yeah i uh i think it's an an interesting thought you know, how do we live our Sabbath days? Why are we, you know, why are we doing the things we're doing? Are yeah. they just tradition? Are they starting to become part of our culture, not just to do something because we say we need to, but to right. do or, it because we just, want to do it for God? Yeah, and not doing it just because, you know, it's what I've always done. Not, yeah, you know, because... If we get to that point where we're doing something because it's all we, it's all I've ever done... We miss the purpose. Yeah. yeah, we don't have the purpose. We just do it because it's tradition. Absolutely. You know, like I don't know. I can't think of a tradition thing that we always do. But just imagine something that you always do every time, and then just like yeah, I can't think. Uh, of something. Might not give me be a, exactly give me, give me, right. a, give me an example of a traditional thing that we do. No, you go yeah. ahead. You were gonna say something. Go ahead. So this is this is going to be kind of stupid and not exactly right, but I always put my left boot on first. It's not really. <laughs> it's not a tradition. But it's, it's something lucky. I, I always do. Yeah. If you do it the other way, if you do right foot be first and then the left foot after that, you have a bad day at work, right? I don't know. I don't think, <laughs> I've, I don't think I've ever done it, as far as I know. Oh, I, thought you were about to say, I thought you were about to say I never have a good day at work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that wouldn't be exactly true. Yeah. There are decent days at work. Have a day off tomorrow. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, maybe I like... to work for free tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, taking a pro request, perhaps. Yeah. Where, you know, we don't know why we do it. It's just something we do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, even coming to church. Yeah. Even coming to church. Why do we do that? Is it just because that's the time at which we go? That's exactly a good, pro a good yeah. example. You and, know. and the prayer requests that we do give. Yeah. Right. You know, if, if we come in and I, I, can, I can recite every prayer request that's said yeah. at, in my church. Yeah. You, it's always the same. Yeah. Right. So can I just put a thought in here? It's going to be completely different than what you guys are talking about. Like sure, go ahead. Huh? Like me in the boot thing? Not better. No, completely different. So it's going to be on topic, but different than what you're talking sure. about. So I just want to say that this story, John, that you brought today, that, you're, that you've are that you read, it's it's a really good story. I, I liked it. It's, even if it's the 17... Uh, I, I decided... Verses. It's 17 I, verses. I, I feel like I should read 18 as well. I think you did, didn't you? No, no he didn't. Go I, ahead, read, read, go ahead, read it. 
Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these, these, these guys, man. they jump to such conclusions. Yes. They, they are so funny to read, man. They're just, oh, every time. Right. Miracle has just been done, and they always focus on the wrong thing. Yeah. It's always, he made himself equal with God. After 38 years, a man walks. And they're like, why are you carrying your bed? Hey, on the Sabbath? All right, Randy Savage. (laughs) Hey, so. I don't think I've ever heard the real Randy talk. You just heard the real Randy talk. That's a real Randy. So, John, quick question. Yeah. Why did you choose that story? Something something stood out to you <laughs> about that story and you wanted to read it. You know how they have tables and chairs matches in WWE? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a table and bed match. Bring it in the match. So there's, there's something that triggers your memory or something or thoughts that you brought this uh, story. I want to know what was in your mind and why'd you bring it? Because it's a very interesting story. So I feel like I feel like that too many people, when the man of God or somebody that's praying for people at the time will come to you and ask you, do you, do you want help? Do you want God to move in your life? Right. And they will say some ridiculous excuse. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but, you know, I can't right now. I have to I've got help my to mom. Yeah, got something, yeah, you know. Something like that can't right now maybe tomorrow and mm. then you just stand up i gotta mow the lawn yeah which i feel mildly called out because i'm mowing the lawn tomorrow but i'm sorry i didn't mean to call you out but <laughs> i feel like this this really says when when god says something to you when god asks you because he he will ask not maybe in a physical voice but he through through the man of God, he will people, yeah. yeah he will ask you, do you want help? I will help you. Right, come with me. I will help you. Or the Holy Ghost speaks. Yeah, it's translated. Yeah, and we pass under it. We dodge. We that's not for me. That's for yeah. the guy behind me. Or we redirect. Yeah. Whereas we need to just take a look at our own life. Take a look at what we do and the way we live, and say, wow, you know, I. I I need this. Is, I, it, is it ever about the person who's asking you, or is it just about you? That's a big question. Uh, yeah. Is it, is it ever about the person that's asking you, or is it just about you? Is it your excuses or the person asking? I don't, I don't think I understand what you mean. Okay. It depends. So, or if, if the person asking you has importance to you, or if the person asking you says, hey, would you be willing to get healed today and the person that's asking you to say is a doctor or your dad or the pastor yeah does it matter who's asking you or is it always going to be i've got chores to do i i can't right now i got the mo i got to mow the lawn and i got kids to feed tomorrow i can't do it today you know i've i've got to do something at the at the the job you know i can't really do it right is it does it matter who's asking because if it's the pastor are we more willing to answer that call or is it the doctor that says hey you're a doctor a physician i'm i'm ready to get healed or is it your dad who says hey do you want to get healed right now what's he gonna do about it 
Does, right. it, does it matter who's, does it matter the person asking or is it just about you? I think to help put this question in a bit more context is when Jesus was described and the people were amazed by him, the reason they were amazed is it says that he was, he spake as one that had authority, not as the scribes taught. He was speaking with authority like he knew the answers. It wasn't a, well, the good book says this kind of stuff. It was like, this is the kingdom. Of, the kingdom of heaven is like this. Yeah. He knew because he was right. there. Right. It's when somebody comes to you with authority and says, it's, um, I may not, Brother Laverne has oh, yeah. told me several things. He doesn't speak like a, I don't know kind of way. It's a, the Lord told me you need to do this. Right. And I did it. I mean, it was just that simple. It's not even that I feel like he said. No, th- no the Lord just, said he this. He said, to me. "Go do this." Yeah, after after youth camp two years ago, came up and he he came up to me after the service and just said, "Brother Bill, I want you to take the oil when you get home and pr- anoint your grandmother and pray for her." Wow, this was Friday. I think so. Yeah, I don't remember exactly when. I didn't do it at that point. I did it later, which is weird. It was one of those things that I said I would do, and I forgot about it until like a year later. After I got saved, actually, it was reminded to me. He was like, oh. Just in my head, I just was like, I never did that. And I remember, I'll never forget it. I mean, it's just something that, that he told me, and it was such conviction. He had that authority where he could say that. If he were to say, do this and you'd get healed, I would do it. Right. There's people who can say that, and I would believe it. Some random guy, you never know. That guy, you maybe say... Well, my insurance has gone out, so I don't think I can go to the doctor right now, because that's the mm-hmm. only method of healing that we know in the in the natural sense. Right. Right. The only person that you can think, you know, my back is out, and instead of saying I'm going to go to the church and get prayed for, somebody asks, just a random guy at Publix sees you grabbing your back and is like, Hey, don't you want to get better? What would yeah. you say? Would you say, Yeah, heal me. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I'm trying to get to the chiropractor right now, but it's you know it's been a little bit and I'm busy. We push it off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just the person who tells you, and and Jesus, in this moment was not speaking as you know as much in authority as asking a question, but if it was someone talking to you and saying, you know, do this and you'll get healed. Right. Go wash in the pool of Siloam. He's spitting his eyes and makes you know <laughs> spitting his eyes. <laughs> he spits in the clay and makes mud and, and puts it over his eyes and says, go wash. Yeah. And he can't see, so he had to ask for help to get to the pool of Siloam, but he did it because he spake with authority. It wasn't like a, I think this will work. It was a, do this and you will get healed. He was willing. Yeah. He was really, He was very willing. Elisha sending Naaman to the water. It took a little bit. It took Naaman trying to say in himself. It took a servant. But seven times in the water, him. right? Yeah, and he, he didn't want to do it at first, but there was no asking Elisha again. There was no going back and is there anything else? He, he didn't even consider that. Right. There was no, are you sure? It was Elisha it was telling the, it him. It was a Jordan River, too. Yeah. Elisha told him to the go bathe seven river. times. And Naaman left angry, but he didn't try to reconsider. He and it's like try. someone saying, yeah. go to Lake Hancock and dip seven times. <laughs> you know, Lake Hancock? Been there. That's the dirtiest it's a, lake, Ronnie, yeah, bro. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. But it's like going there and saying, dip seven times and you'll get healed. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. You're like, there's so many better places to go. Preferably a place without alligators. I m't mean, yeah. like well, Hollywood or something everywhere. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, just in a in a general sense, you know, that's very topical. Yeah. <laughs> only Floridians, only Polk Countyans know what we're it, talking it, about. It would be like telling somebody to go into the River Thames. The Okeechobee in London. Yeah, River Thames versus like the Venice Springs or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. you're like that's obviously better. I I say River Thames because it's an infamously nasty river. Yeah. Maybe not now, no, it, but it still is. Uh no, I I think yeah, it's it's like that, but 
Naaman was sure of what Elisha wanted him to do. Yeah. Because he spoke with authority. He told him what to do. It wasn't like, well, let's try this. Yeah, like no, he, maybe if you go wash in this. Smote river. the water with the with the mantle mm-hmm. and said, Where now is the God of Elisha? Or Elijah, I'm sorry. Where now right. is the God of Elijah? There was no questioning outside of that. He was questioning God. He's like, Where are you at? <laughs> where you at? Bro? I'm here, where are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Like he's he's that was authority. That was saying, I did everything you wanted me to do. Where are you on your end of the bargain? And he smites the water, water parts. Little did he know that that mantle was, that right. party of the water was God doing yeah. that. That was, yeah. And he, all, author, all the authority there, you know, it's, it's speaking with authority. And I really like that Elisha, the Elisha uh, yeah. story about the one you said about um, Naaman. That was a really good, like you could, you could line that up with this. You know, you really can because if Elisha told Naaman, "Hey, dip seven times in the, in the river Jordan," Jordan River was a really dirty place. Yeah, really something that you you could look at it and say, "Hey, that's I don't want to dip in there. That's disgusting. I can't <laughs> d- imagine myself going in that river." And he was right. a nobleman as well. Yeah, so it he was. was so you're having to you're having to humble yourself. Army. Yeah, you have to humble yourself to get that low. You know, but the fact that he went and did it, you know, at the mercy of. Elisha saying this is what God's gonna and do for servant, you. And his servant, his servant had yeah. to tell him yeah. if it was something difficult to do, wouldn't you have done it easily? Right. Wouldn't you have wanted to do that if it was like you know, go go and find these seven things all around the world, mm-hmm. whatever it is in the area, and you had to climb mountains and right. go. You would have done it, but it's because it's so simple right. that we sometimes get stuck. We don't even know. Hey, just get up. Yeah. Pick up your bed and walk. Pick up your bed and walk. You know, he could have just, it would have been a totally different story right. Right. if if God would have or Jesus would have said to him, Take up thy bed and walk, and the man would have been like, What? Yeah, or just I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't I mean, it kinda it kinda is like that just because of the fact that he asked him if he wants to be healed and he says, No man can put me in the water and then right afterwards he says, Rise up, take up thy bed and walk. Like no questions asked. Yeah. He did it right after that. He didn't have to, you know, wait for somebody to get him in the water. He just said, I will. I'll get up. But yes. the thought of that story brings me to how am I living in my life to where if something comes up and says, hey, can you do this? Do this. Like, go pray. Like, for me, I'm talking right now about praying for the Holy Ghost. Mm. Like, get down there and pray. And lift up your hand and just open your mouth and shout and just give yeah. the Lord praise. Right. You know, it's it's a simple task. It's something simple, but you know, I always take it as who's telling me to do this. Sometimes it's like, is it God telling me to do this? Yeah. Is it the Holy Ghost? Is it is it the pastor? Who's it? Who's telling me to do this? Yeah. Sometimes I do that, but it's it's not about it's not about who's telling me to do this. It's sure. about me being obedient to. Yeah. Right. The, to the to word and to, humbling yourself yeah yeah being humble Naaman could have just rejected going in the pool right. like into the river yeah. he could have rejected it and never found his healing but sure. I like the way Papa kind of uh, does says the story of Naaman where he got in the river Jordan and was just really upset he dipped one time and saw himself not getting any healing then he dipped again dipped again dipped again and probably the fifth or sixth time he saw himself coming up cleaner and cleaner and then finally the seventh time he just or the fifth time he went two more times really fast and finally came up clean <laughs> like yeah. Papa's story was just so that way it's not how it happened in the Bible it doesn't say it that way it's all perspective or all it adds emotion right it it's like realism it's yeah. like me myself if someone told me to go to Lake Hancock well if he told me to go to Lake Hancock for my back 
my back to be straightened out, right? Yeah. And dip seven times in like Hancock and your back will be straightened out. You know, no more scoliosis. I'll just be like, well, I'm hesitant because I know what's in the Hancock. That's right. like the most gator infested <laughs> lake in Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know? Well, that would cure your back pain. But, but going in there and having that faith to say, hey, if I go in there and dip seven times, I'll go in there the first four times, I'll dip and I'm like, there's nothing happening. Right. And I'll probably just get, you know, what's the word? Scared? Um, no. Discouraged. Discouraged and just walk away from it. Yeah. But the fifth time I do it, I start feeling something in my back. I'm like, oh, wow. Six times, seven mm -hmm. times my back is healed. That's, yes. you know, that's not exactly how it happened in the Bible, but that's just perspective. I like the way he said that because it could be true. The man just walked, got up. The man yeah. just picked up his bed. He just walked and he was cured of his 38 years of his, of, of his disease. That's just so amazing to be able to be obedient to God's word, to be able to be yeah. obedient to someone telling you how, how to get your healing, how to get your blessing, how to be able to keep going in your life. It's just about the obedience that you have yeah. toward it. And I feel like that's for me. And, yeah. and, the, and the faith to just stand. Right. The law that they were trying to present was complicated. There were so many rules. There were so many little things he had to follow. You know, there were so many things you had to talk about, even leprosy. It wasn't just a wash in the Jordan to be healed. There was things that you had to do. You had to show yourself to the priest. You had to do this to present yourself whole. It was a very complicated life. The law was complicated. Right. But Christianity is simple. Right. It's as simple as it can be. If you love me, keep my commandments. Yeah. That in its whole is what being a Christian is. Is the commandments are there. And if you love him, you'll learn what they are and you'll follow them. And he loves you enough that if you mess up, then you can ask for forgiveness and he will. It's not a common, like, G Jesus isn't looking down angrily at you. Like, oh, he messed up again. You know, it's <laughs> none of that. It's right. simple. It's a very simple thing. It's complicated to us. Right? Yeah. But to God, it's a very simple concept. All you have to do is, is love him and ask for repentance. But th it's easy. I mean, you know, you repent and ask him to save you. And he does it. And sometimes we make that more complicated than it needs to be. We overcomplicate it and say, you know, I need to be doing this or that. It's a simple, simple thing. You just ask him to save you and he'll do it. And then you, and then you love him and you grow a relationship. And in that, you keep the commandments that he set forth. And you start to learn which ones are definitely, you know, you should follow these. And these, you know... We eat pork, we eat all this stuff, we eat bacon, you know, it's not, we don't follow that as strongly because that's not what's told to us to do. That was yeah. told to the Jews at that point to show a full dedication to God. And we dedicate other things. We don't, you know, do things like alcohol and smoking and all this. We dedicate our bodies to him. And wasn't it Peter that, that he showed the vision to of, of the, like all the animals together? Yeah. At what, what what did he say? It was uh, um, called No Thing I Made Unclean. Some, no, what some... I have called... Hold on. What God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. And he yeah. saw that three times. You know, and that wasn't fully describing literal food, you know, what you eat and things of unclean nature. Yeah. But also the Gentiles, because they believed they were unclean. And God had cleansed them. If, if he has saved you, then you are clean. You are washed of all sin. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are or what your past is or what your background is, where you're from, the people you're around. If God has cleansed you because you've asked it, 
then we all can be clean. We can all receive the Holy Ghost. We can all have the same life in heaven yeah. that Jesus has. It's like when Jesus healed the lepers, like mm. the ones that you know, that were Jew and the ones that were Samaritan, like right. he healed them all and it didn't matter what they were. It didn't matter right. if they hated Jesus There was Jesus one that was a, was a Jew. You know, one was a Samaritan that came back. That Samaritan came back, yeah. Right. And it, you know. Which there's a there's a lot of debate about what happened there. Like I, there's, there's debate whether he did go to the priest or if he didn't. He just came. No, back, right? I think like he, he just, there's a lot of debate, and yeah. I it's not it's not definitely said in the Bible what happened, but that's not that's not a debate for here. But sure. Um, but he I, did. He healed them all, and and yeah, it yeah. didn't matter. He, he he cleaned them. No matter if the, if the priest said he was clean or not, you know he was clean. Jose kind of gave his thought on why he liked that John picked this story. And I'm going to you know, say that this story is great to me because it covers a lot of things that Jesus is. He, he is someone who heals, but he's also somebody who does not care about the rules that society has put on us right. when it comes to the Sabbath day. If it is something good that needs to be done, you know, we would say, don't work on Sundays. However... When it comes down to things like if somebody is sick, you know, and you need to help them with anything, we don't focus as much on, you know, we have to do this or that. If, you know, if somebody's moving and, and a Christian's moving and they need help and they don't have the time or anything, you know, if there's something we need to do, again, Jesus talking about picking up the sheep out of the hole. Wouldn't you do that? Wouldn't you help people on the Sabbath? And he did consistently. I mean, all the time. It's just, he healed whether it was a Sabbath day or not. And you he, should be able to focus on the good that people do rather than focusing on the potential breaking of the rules that are set before us. You know, if it does good to people and God wants you to do it, then go ahead with it. As long as you're sure of that, you have to be sure that God wants you to do it. It's not just to do anything you want. But there are times where you can break the, the rules of society just to do something that would help another person. Yeah. Because that's what Jesus did. Jesus did not look at everything that was happening and say, well, here's this man, 38 years, but it's the Sabbath day. Guess I'll have to come back tomorrow. <laughs> he, he healed because that's what God did. That's right. what he said. He said, you know, my father worketh hitherto and I work. Right. We're doing the work. Whatever needs to be done, we will do it. No matter what day it is, no matter what time it is, no matter who you are. It's like, it's like Jesus said, you know, it is a Sabbath day, but he's the word. Jesus Christ yeah. is the Word made flesh. You don't think that he would know the Word more than they do? He did. Exactly. He did. He stumped Absolutely. the religious rulers at 12 years old. Exactly. I mean, and they had no answers for him. Right. Everyone was shocked at how much he knew because he was the Word. Right. He was the Word of God all throughout time. He knew all of the words that he had said. Mm -hmm. And he knew why they were there. It wasn't just a following of the rules just right. because. He knew what the point was. Right. It's the Sabbath. Is to dedicate to God. Right. God wants people to be healed. God wants people for sure to be well. I was on a uh, I was on a little you know. Sometimes you get on these online things and people say negative things about God, and it hurts. Of just you know, classic question: Why is there suffering? Why is there death? You know, I don't have to understand why. I I feel like there is death, so that life has more meaning. Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot of suffering. There's a lot of things that you know that happen that are negative towards people, and I think God wants all of those people to be well. 
It does, like you he doesn't said, want anyone to suffer. However, the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. I was just going to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. You know, the, the world has suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, why do bad things happen to good people? The world is a place of suffering. And it gives heaven so much more meaning because it's it doesn't have suffering. You know, it doesn't it's, have pain. It's, it's really good to think that when people say, like, like, like for instance, there's a guy I saw on, on uh, Instagram or Facebook. I can't remember. But... He was talking to a crowd of people, and there was this one girl who came up crying and says, you said out of your mouth, you know, if you repent, there will still be suffering. So what's the point of repentance? Mm. And then he's like, well, this, this, there is suffering when you have repentance, but the, the difference is there's hope at the end. Yeah. He said, there's, with, with us who's Christian, who, who do repent, who look at, look at Christ, we have suffering, but we have a light at the end. We have right. a hope for a heaven to gain. You who do not repent, you know, you're repenting in that. And what are you going to do? You just live your life and you go to hell. Basically saying that if I, if I, re, if I repent and I still have suffering, what's the point? Then might as well just not repent and just keep living my same life. So basically what you're saying is if I repent, if I don't repent, I just can live my, my same life in sin. You know, continue sinning. But anyway, but the, the point what he was saying is that, yes, there is suffering, but we have a hope. Yeah. We have a hope in Jesus Christ. You know, he died for our sins. That way we can have his stripes for our healing, right. for our sins, for our, all of that. You know, we have a hope to go to heaven. Absolutely. Without yeah. that repentance, without that, we have no hope. We just have a hell. Well, and Jesus understood the hope, and I was going to say, no one knew more about suffering than he did. He was, you know, the embodiment of suffering, and as he's dying on a cross, in a method of punishment literally derived from the word excruciating. Mm -hmm. It was horrible. It was one of the worst ways to die ever. Right. It literally was made for long, long, long deaths. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I think it would normally take like three, they, th- like three they, days. They or up to oftentimes a week. died more of either exhaustion, suffocation, or just direct exposure to the elements of just being out in the sun and rain. Um, and you know, Jesus died very early compared to others. But and also, wasn't it when they when they crucified him? Wasn't it like the next day was the Sabbath? Yeah. Isn't that why they broke the thieves' knees? They broke knees? the thieves' legs because they couldn't be, yes. They broke their what? Their legs. I said the thieves' legs, didn't I? Because they would, they would, it's not what I heard. they would lift their, they would lift yeah, up they would and push try to up. catch breath. Yeah. Right. That was because what it was doing is it was, it was pulling everything so they couldn't get a full breath of air. Yeah. yeah. Break it the was, knees. And, and, and pushing up drove yeah. the nails deeper in their yeah. feet. It, it was awful. And as he's going through that the whole time, he is asking John to take care of his mother. He is oh, yeah. telling the thieves that one of them will be in paradise with him. I wouldn't be able to talk. And I wouldn't think. After that, he, he says, in the middle of this, in the middle of this suffering and pain, he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Right. He is thinking about that hope at the end. That no matter what you go through, you can have that assurance. Yes. And even in the middle of suffering, when you could say, make them all go to hell. 
because they killed me. They killed the Son of God. Instead, he realizes that they had to do that. They had no choice. You know, it's like Micaiah and the other prophets. It's saying, you know, that there was a lying spirit because Ahab had to die. It had to happen. And those lying prophets, I hope they weren't judged for that because it wasn't their fault. They didn't intentionally do the lying. They didn't do that on purpose. That was God putting that lying spirit. But the same way the chief priests and the Sadducees did that of killing Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus knew they didn't have a choice. Because Jesus, everything lined up with the prophecies. And it had to happen like that. Right. And that's why Jesus asked God to forgive them. Because otherwise, they didn't, you know, they didn't know. They had no idea of the ramifications that could happen. Right. And that's what we can tell people. That's what we can give hope. Is that, hey, I know things are bad. I know people have treated you badly. But a man who was the worst treated out of anyone to ever exist, who, who in that moment had never, never experienced God not being right at his side, even then he still had mercy on those who had persecuted him. Right. It's an amazing story, and I'm, I'm really glad we talked about this. It's a serious episode. We're ending it seriously, at least. Yeah. But I feel like there's always a few jokes and, and funny moments spread out yeah. through the stories. I, I, that's why I say Bill Bill brings things to light a lot when it comes to reading the Bible. He says he brings things that are he brings the funny out of the Bible. You know, yeah. it's it's yeah. funny that it's funny to say that because, like I say, God has a sense of humor. You just when you read the Bible, you just have to look for it. Yeah, yeah. And I I think I Bill's comedic mind is reading it, and he can see it that way. Mm-hmm. And when he brings it up, we can actually laugh about it because it's. It's, it's the truth sure but I think we're gonna end the episode here it was it's a really good point to end I really appreciate you guys coming together with us and yeah. listening and it's really a true joy yeah I uh, I appreciate John for doing this you know we we asked him to bring uh, something because we've each done now you know one episode um, there'll be more with the, yeah if you guys enjoy the Bible stories we would love to keep doing it. if you have ideas for other stories we can do yeah I mean, we want to do this for our audience. Absolutely. And, and the biggest part of that is knowing what you guys want. But I appreciate John doing this. It was a good story to bring up. At first, I wasn't sure how we make it work. Because you never know how things are going to turn out. But it went very well. Yeah. And uh, I always enjoy this. And I think, you know, John oftentimes doesn't talk. But this is what happens when he does. Is he brings <laughs> something like this. It's and, awesome. You know, it, 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 the power of editing helps that a lot. Uh, but Very much. <laughs> but, you know, we all make mistakes. We all have things. And... And so, you know, we I don't think there's any person who we've edited more or less. I mean, it's just we all say things that we're like, oh, you know, maybe we'll cut yeah. that. And it's nothing serious. It never is. It's never anything like, oh, we have to. It's just, yeah. you know, usually it's just because we want to present it the best way for the audience. It's not because we're trying to hide our imperfections. We've left plenty in that are imperfections. Right. It's not but it's just make it make it flow better for the audience. If it's right. something funny that happens, there's a lot of discussion as far as, you know, me and Jose talking about should we leave that in? I say, that was a really funny moment. Yeah, Even yeah. if it was a mistake, sometimes I, you know, want it to... There's plenty of times it. where we just stopped, we just <laughs> let, left it in there. Yeah. Because it was an enjoyable experience, even though we could have cut it out. Because we want it to be entertaining, and we want it to be teaching. And there's a good blend of both. And uh, thank everybody for listening. We've always enjoyed doing this, and we hope to continue as long as you guys will have us. Thank you for listening. We enjoyed it. And we hope to see you on the next one.